everyone. Welcome to 10 Minute Marketing. I am your host, Sonia Crystal Williams. So today I have the founder and CEO of Interactive Business Optimization Services, iBoss, Lenica Steven, joining us. She is an operations consultant. She runs an agency and a team that specializes in working with e-commerce businesses and partnering with them strategically to look for ways to improve their operations and enhance their business growth so that they can scale. So thank you so much for being here, Lenica. Thank you so, so much. So I want to start by digging in um, and really just talking a little bit more about how you even got into this space. So let's start there. Ah, okay. That's always an interesting story. So I am what uh, some people have dubbed a uh, former corporate, recovering corporate employee, um, left my role as a project manager in 2018. What prompted that was um, I was coming at a point of, I was getting to the edge um physically, mentally, almost like burnout. And um, I initially started with needing a break and started helping, seeing like people I knew had who had small businesses and started helping them on the side, like kind of like with like admin stuff and all that and just mini projects. And just realizing I really love this and I love being able to help small and medium businesses because it's to me a different vibe than corporate a bit. Yeah. Um, and so looking at my skills that I, I've grown over those, you know, 13, 15 plus years and helping small businesses, um, I started to go, okay, well, why not iBoss? Cause I had named the business because it was on the side um, when I looked at returning to work full time. Um, and then I essentially, you know, gave myself some time to ramp up and I made the decision to move over to helping small and medium businesses on my, and starting my own small business. Um, and what made me get, go into operations is when I was helping with projects and, and the like, I realized that operations is a foundational base that a lot of people didn't necessarily have or were knowledgeable about because they were so busy doing their product or their service and bringing in the sales and doing their marketing that that to me, once that's in place, or at least getting there, it helps with the growth and the sustainability of the business. Um, So I really, really became passionate about making sure that these small businesses can be sustainable as they're bringing in the business through, you know, the great marketing and sales that they'd be doing. So that's what's kept me in the operations space. And and that's where I've grown uh, over the past five years. Wow. Very cool. Five-year journey. um, and, And your journey of how you got there, on a few of these episodes, I hear those similar journeys, like that burnout from being, you know, in that corporate world and then beginning to shift. For you, as you started to make that shift, just curious from a personal standpoint, like um, how did that impact like your entire life and well-being as you started making that shift into running your business? Mm. Uh, it was, uh, how did I make the shift? Okay. Well, how did I first make the shift? I had to what I'll say, have a conversation with myself, <laughs> you know, I kind of had to go, okay, like this is a different world, but initially actually entrepreneurship was always a dream of mine. It was always in the, I believe it was always in my blueprint and all my, in my DNA because I knew the word from like the age of seven and I just knew it fit. But then I went the corporate path because that was the thing to do. Yeah. So I realized that my entrepreneur owning a business was always a someday, not a a date in, I didn't have a one day, like, you know? And so when I made that decision to actually give this business um, a go, 
it took it brought up a lot of personal like development stuff like i learned a lot about myself and i'm still learning a lot about myself in this journey um just in a lot of different ways personal and business and so the shift i had to make was realizing um i got to do it for myself but nece not necessarily by myself so i got mentors i got i went into community um you know joined masterminds i kind of like needed to be around people that were in this environment so that helped a lot like soaking up the environment of other business owners whether they are five ten steps ahead of me the same level you know just being in the in, in community of some sort was amazing mm -hmm. and then knowing that i realizing that i didn't know everything so having to seek mentorship and talk to people that have been there in whatever expertise they're in or just as a general business person was really, really helpful for me. Um, aside from That's huge. Yeah. Because I think a lot of business owners kind of will start a business and then be on this island, you know, um, feeling like they have to do all. So it's very powerful. The statement you just made, like, right, I'm in business for myself, but I don't have to be by myself. And you went out and sought the resources to help grow you and, and, and nurture and facilitate you, especially for something that's new. Um, so let's, let's shift back to talking about the operational side of things, because, and, and particularly with e-commerce businesses, um, with that being a focus of yours, like tell for those of us that are not in the operations world mm -hmm. in plain language, like what does that look like when you're engaged with a client in terms of the kind of things that you are helping them scale or figure out when it, it comes time for sustainable growth? Uh, particularly for e-commerce, because they're focusing on building, developing, or buying their product and then marketing it to the world, essentially, um, there'll come a time where the, I guess, what the good problem is that maybe through their marketing and sales efforts, that business is rolling, you know, yeah. product sales are coming um, and what have you. So then the question is, if your marketing and your sales is working, um, that means you'll get sales, which ultimately, ultimately leads to money and profit. Now the questions become, do you have team or do you have enough team or the right team or support in order to sustain the growth that's coming? You know, have you thought about if you have enough product looking at the sales that you have? Mm -hmm. um, do you have um, the necessary efficiencies in your business to be able to get that product out to your to your customers in time through quality, you know, what they have, what they need. Um, that's a big one too. It's because more of the time, more, more often it's inventory management, order fulfillment are the two biggest things that um, a lot of businesses are, are concerned about and making sure that that's, there's a way to make sure that that's efficient and, and um, sustainable is the thing. Because if you're used to making a product that takes five days and now you're getting sales that people are wanting it, do you have sustainability to make it over five days or do you have to now change how you create the product, where you source the product? All those things are not coming into play because, um, you know, you want the client experience to be great or even better because now you're getting all this notoriety because of maybe the marketing and sales that you've done in the front end. Now we're looking at the back end um, to make sure that you have the support. And, and more often than not, I would say you're being able to do it alone is very almost impossible. And that's for any business owner, regardless of the business you have. So having the support, whether that means that's someone that's always on your team or having the expert to kind of look at the thing and say, okay, you need to look at your fulfillment. You need to look at, 
you know, your stuff, because it could come to a point where your success can crush you. Okay. If you're not careful. Right. And, and, you know, like success is a good problem to have, but if you're not careful and not ready for it, um, it could, you could fall under the weight of it. Yeah. It's like you have to get through the growing pains of having a business and making it through that awkward stage to be able to grow up and carry on. So yeah, I mean, you hear about businesses not being able to sustain and it sounds like it's for that very reason you just said. Yeah. So it's like once all this great stuff in the front end is working, are you ready for the, 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 the beautiful storm that'll come your way um, to, to grow your business? Right. Or the big orders. I think about when I've watched Shark Tank in the past and how they talk about that as part of the formula when it when the retail based businesses come on. um, Can you handle the growth, you know, or have you been able to handle the growth or they need money because they hit that wall and it's time to figure out the next steps to be able to handle the growth. So that's very, very much so. Wow. So. All right. So that's what you're doing when you're providing that service, you and your team to these types of businesses. Now let's think about on the flip side, as you've mm-hmm. been on this five-year journey, even in growing your own business. Yep. Um, and I would imagine there have been, you know, and I know I've run a business for a while, the, the ups and downs yep. of having a business. And then on your end, figuring out what is that formula that leads to people beginning to see me more? Mm-hmm. What is part of the formula to, you know, turning a follower, you know, or someone on my email list into an actual client. Um, So out of curiosity, Lenica, like what are some of the things that you think have helped you along the way with just making iBoss more known? Uh, For me, um, the biggest one for me has been building relationships. Mm -hmm. It's been like, um, because when I first started, I wasn't going um, down the the bigger path a couple of reasons because I felt like oh I don't want to be like you know out there seeing so I had a lot of I was more comfortable at the time with one-on-one conversations okay so building relationships and I still am I I do love the one-on-ones um but I'm out doing more but for me it was building relationship and it was more at the time interestingly enough it is marketing but I was more just wanting to connect people and just especially in the first few years, I'm like, I just want to talk to people and let's just swap, like exchange ideas and conversations. And naturally because of that, people wanted to work with me because I was sharing myself Mm -hmm. and we were just, I was giving them time and they were allowing um, me to get time to talk about myself or whatever challenge they had. So big for me was building relationship. And then through that, I got to um, see the pattern of like what their challenges were even though I kind of knew, but hearing it from them was, was cool. So that now gave me um, more material to be able to create things for them, you know, or when I'm talking from a marketing wider audience perspective, I was able to talk more intelligently, I guess, because I'm not just going from my own guesses or like supposition to I've talked with these people. I've worked with these people. These are the things that they're saying is their challenge. So these are the things that is out there. Yeah. So that's where I started was just one-on-one relationship building was, I guess, relationship marketing was my thing. Um, it still is. And then um, went out to doing speaking engagements um, as well um, to talk to people. And um, 
yeah, that's been my main, my main, my main pieces, uh, just one-on-one and, and then just looking at the words I use in, in the, anything that I put out there because of having those conversations. Okay. So I'm hearing like, if we were to break this into marketing terms, and even for those of you listening, thinking about like, how do you present yourself, whether that's in person or as Lenica said, like you did the research, first of all, in mm-hmm. those relationships in understanding some of the challenges that those business owners um, were faced with from an operations standpoint. And mm-hmm. then you said you use the words so that that those messages. And I guess for you, when, when you use those words and then it's time to deliver them to people in an online setting, like where, where are the places? Is it, hey, I, I use those words on my website or my email or I have this really cool Instagram or LinkedIn? Like, where do you find yourself being able to now take that message and package it? I've been uh, LinkedIn has been one that I'm really getting more into now personally. Um, I've, I'm starting to I wasn't not enjoying it, but I, I gave myself a complex about it, so to speak. Um, Instagram was was one that I was uh, using quite a bit as well. And then again, I took that more into conversations that I was having. So when I went out into events, I was no longer shy about having yeah bigger conversations because I've gotten a little, a lot more like succinct and direct and understanding of the issue of their challenges or how I could bridge the conversation to start to learn more about that. So that was it for me. It's more, um, I don't consider myself a big social media person, but understanding what they could be talking about on there was huge for me. Mm. And then when I went to events, whether it's virtual or in person, I was, I felt better in the delivery of what I was saying. Yeah. So more confidence coming from a place of like, hey, I know this person or profile of who I'm really trying to speak to. And that gives you the confidence. And I think that's a really great point because the idea um, and and here's another thing to use the term like you were building relationships, you were relationship marketing. Some people say, hey, I was networking. That term networking can sound really scary Mm -hmm. sometimes. I know for me in the beginning, it was, I was like, I don't, I don't know how to do this. What am I supposed to do? What do I say to people when I go to this event? Um, But on the flip side, if you do kind of ease back a little bit and get out of your own head and think of this as this is just all about building relationships and what can I offer people? Then that gives you a big opportunity. Yeah. How have you found when you are looking for those people to get in relationships with how do you find those people, whether it's an in-person setting or whether it's a virtual setting? How do you find the spaces to mm-hmm. meet people that are potential clients for you? Uh, well, first few years, it started with um, where I would be interested in going to. Mm-hmm. Just like I started, these would be interested in I where it was a multi what I'll say faceted um, type of business owners, right? So not just people in my industry for operations because they would more be connections, not clients. Now I've started, I actually asked my clients, where do they go? Mm. Right? Like now I have a client base. I'm like, okay, where are you guys, you know, what kind of conferences are you looking at? Like, is this, would would this be interesting to you? You know, and ask them that. And then, then I would be like, okay, got it. You know? And so I understand that more. Um, I've even, gone down the we just research these are the where do e-commerce businesses hang out or where like conferences and things so just went straight to the google and yep. did that but then i asked i just asked um where are they going where are they hanging out 
what kind of things would they be interested in attending um, and understood that piece. So showing up where they're, they're likely to show up. I think this is such a simple approach that anyone can do, but it's Mm -hmm. to your point, like really approaching it mindfully and thinking about what do I want out of this and how do I find these people and asking the right questions. I mean, that's kind of what I'm hearing you say too, just figuring out the right questions to ask your audience that helps you package it. It also helps you figure out this is where I need to position myself in the process. So I love that. Yeah. So you show up as an expert in those spaces too, right? Yeah. Being a good listener, I think, has also been a great help. Um, And that's what I would tell anybody. Like, I find for me, listening more than talking was huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People will say a lot more than you're expecting. And then you could take that and then just, you know, take and use use it how you need to. Yeah. People will give you a lot of information if you give them the opportunity to. Yeah. Very much so. Well, very cool. So let's, um, I'm going to ask a few other questions. We're going to go into our lightning round as we kind of start to wind down. So for fun, um, just to get to know you a little bit better, Lenica, where do you like to vacation? Ooh, um, anywhere with the beach. I don't have a specific, like I'm originally born in the Caribbean and Mm -hmm. it's not for that reason, but I just love warm and beach and water. So anywhere there's sand and the sound of the ocean yeah that i love Um, love yeah so that's 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 my spot so yeah point me in the direction of a beach and i'm good (laughs) (laughs) we all have to find our ways to unwind as business owners so yes vacation spots beaches all good things to do um okay and so you've been in business now for five years where do you feel like you can think of like, these are some areas where I've had some big wins, whether that's like with a particular client or um, within your own processes or systems, where do you feel like you've had some wins? Hmm. Um, Client base, um, getting um, what I would consider a big client at the time, like a couple years ago, we still work together to this day, um, was one of the first bigger clients that made me really love working with e-commerce businesses. So that was a big win. Um, and that was through actually a referral. So that's uh, been a big part of um, how I've gotten business too, is um, through the connections, just getting to know people, mm-hmm. even though they weren't my clients, they just always kept my my name at top of mind. So that's been really helpful. Um, and then another big win is um, bringing on my team um members i have three people right now on my team bringing on a fourth um as we speak and it's going to grow from there so really really been a big help is is uh, having some of the team members i have on my team right now yeah that is huge and then on the flip side to that um we also kind of experience again the downs or the areas of like gosh i wish i would have done that differently or better um what would you say are things like where you've had some lessons learned along the way that Mm -hmm. other business owners would kind of want to think about (laughs) lessons um one thing i did i always say is don't go down comparison alley Mm. Uh, don't compare yourself to even if you're in the exact same field like yeah you do refer like what's other people in your industry or you know your exact type of role that that's doing but lean into you and your own strengths and where you want your vision for your business to grow because I initially was 
growing the business in a way that other people that do what I do were doing. And I was like, that's not really what I set out to do. So going down comparison alley um, led me in a funk for a bit. Mm. That was a big lesson. And it caused me to pivot when I really sat and thought, what's my vision, not the vision for the industry or this role or somebody in operations. That's been a big lesson for me. And then um, just um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've sometimes waited longer than I probably should have just thinking I can handle it and get the expert help. You know, don't think you can do it by yourself. Very cool. Yeah. I think that's a, I think we're going to stop right there. That's just like sound advice that I hope everyone's listening to yeah. that you can walk away with. Um, I picked up so many great themes and some of the things that you said, but that that's a big one. Just like, don't wait to ask for help. Um, yeah. Just again, you don't have to do this alone. No. Um, so I want to thank you for being here, Lenica. How can people find out more about iBoss and find you and stay in touch? Yeah, sure. So uh, you can reach me uh, through, just find me on LinkedIn, uh, Lenica Steven. The only one there that has that name. Um, and also through Instagram at intera- Interactive Boss is the ID. And then my website is also interactiveboss.com. Those are the three places you can find me, and I will engage and answer questions there very readily for anybody. Awesome. So I hope e commerce businesses, you all are paying attention so you can reach out to Lenica and learn how to scale and grow with her as a strategic partner. Thanks again, Lenica, for being here. For everyone else, until next time, thanks again. Thank you.